0: It takes a village to raise a child, and (laughs) I did not believe it until I had my own. Hi everyone, this is part two of How Do You Maternity, a mini-series addressing how to navigate pregnancy with professional life. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Dolsky, and you're listening to Good Is In The Details. This episode, you're going to meet Jessica. She is a mom, and she is a student, and she was in the military when she had her daughter. Now, as I was... On campus this past semester, trying to get around trying to do my lectures while, you know, navigating pregnancy and dealing with these changes in my body. Jessica was one of my students, and she was very kind, and she would check in on me to see how I was doing. And when I found out that she was in the military when she had her daughter, I said, "Oh, that's interesting. Want to be on the podcast?" And she said, "Yes, thank goodness." so We met in the library at Cal Poly Pomona during the busy week of finals week, and she was gracious enough to lend some of her experience and some of her advice. Now, here's the interview. Jessica Bauer, one does not normally associate military with pregnancy. So tell me about the day that you found out you were pregnant and what your work schedule was like.
1: Uh, the day I found out I was pregnant, we just came back uh, from running sea trials and doing and surf for the military, and I had to spend the night there because I had duty. The next day, I told my boyfriend at the time, I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. And he said, how do you know? I was like, well, my boobs don't feel the same anymore. They look different. <laughs> all of a sudden, they're in the way. Yeah, they were, I- <laughs> and I was hungry. I was really, really hungry yeah. all the time. And he's like, "Mm, that's not normal, it's not like you. And I was like, okay. So he went, he got the pregnancy test and a bottle of wine, just in case, you know, if we were going to celebrate two different things. Yeah. And I took the test, and I found out on 4th of July that I was pregnant. And I cried. I was ecstatic and scared at the same time, because now i got a whole other aspect of life to look forward to. And being in the military, what life did I want to go ahead and offer my child? What role were you in the military? I was a machinist mate, third class petty officer. And during that time, I was an oil queen, and I ran a boiler water feed water shop.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: And I loved it. I loved the chemistry. I loved my job. I loved going out to sea. Deployment was great. But the moment I found I was pregnant, everything else changed. Like... Like I would have to have a family and my career. Not that I was going to have, go ahead, and end my career. That I would not be able to go ahead and become a naval officer, which I originally set out to do. Okay. So I would be maybe a stay-at-home mom, or I would change an option because children that are raised by the system is not something that I would want for my daughter
0: or son at the time. Because I right. didn't I was having a little girl then. So, um, as you're going through pregnancy, so other than the the initial changes. Yeah. What is, who was your source of information? Was there a woman in your life, or was it a physician, or was it Google? Who it gave Google. you the Okay, okay. What would be an example? Do you remember something that you Googled that you thought, okay, this is happening, I don't know what's going on? My acid
1: reflux, my acid reflux was the worst. Um, I asked the doctor, and I said, oh, it's normal. I couldn't take uh, prenatal pills because it made me throw up. Uh, so just the taste of them, how they kind of have that taste, and it's like something's got to change here. So I researched it, and just to go to sleep, I had to have a lot of, two or three Sour Patch Kids every night. And I would take away my acid reflux. And Mm -hmm. I would drink about 12 water bottles a day as well to keep it down, to subside it. Mm -hmm. But then I switched from prenatals to um, Flintstones. And the Flintstones (laughs) actually surprisingly worked. And the doctor said that's the best recommendation that we can go ahead and give you is the increased water and the Flintstones if you can't take the prenatals. Mm -hmm. So really, so I was taking
0: Flintstones and Sour
1: Patch Kids while I was pregnant.
0: And all this time you're still going to work
1: yes I was going to work I was working the 40 hours a week I was still waking up and going to work at six o'clock in the morning and not getting off till four o'clock and I was with how? a 30 minute break
0: what did you do when you that the fatigue and the tired and the bathroom trips how did you do it the bathroom trips were continuous <laughs> they
1: continued <laughs> and they got progressively but quicker and quicker as time went on but I
0: pushed through everyone you worked with was great or how did they treat this or how did people respond to you being pregnant
1: the leadership was great well I also didn't show I didn't end up showing until maybe I was seven months pregnant I looked like I was three months pregnant so I hardly had a belly Mm -hmm. so people were like oh she's not pregnant you know she's not pregnant at all but people that I worked with didn't know because I had doctor's visits and they were understanding about that but as far as coming to time off You hardly ever got time off. They were not understanding you had a mission. You had to set up the military for their mission, and that's just the way that it is. Right. And um, as far as the bathroom breaks, you can go whenever you want. You're hungry. (laughs) You should bring some snacks. Yeah. Um, Lunch, you have to go and make your appointments during lunchtime. It was just different. The chain of command is mostly men, and it was difficult at times, but some of them understood because their wives were pregnant. They had kids, and they also had a military family as well. Right. And at this during this time, my husband was deployed, so I was doing this on my own. You were both in the military? Both, yes. Ah. And that's where we met, and our daughter is now back home in California with me. So she's actually got to live in three different states before the time she was four years old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so right now, what is, your, what is it that you're studying? I am studying uh, STEM, mathematics, and statistics. Okay. And then what do you see for yourself now that you're a mom... What do you see for yourself? What do you see for your daughter? Well, as far as my
1: daughter, I'd like to
0: give her every advantage that I
1: can, Uh possibly as a parent. And I would like to get a job with Raytheon or Boeing or one of those jobs, so that way she can go ahead and have all luxuries that she wants and set her up, not that she'd be a spoiled little brat, but Mm -hmm. I would want for her to go ahead and say, hey mom, I want to go ahead and explore some type of aspect, or go to AstroCamp, or go do something, I would definitely have enough money or the insight to go ahead and go do it. So working with a job also with that, I can take my prior military experience and apply it elsewhere along with a degree Mm -hmm. and that would be the ultimate goal is to go ahead and combine both because that's my past work experience there than going to school for the last two and a half years
0: what were there any
1: changes to your body that were a surprise to you I still have some that are still going on but yes absolutely (laughs) um other than um, the boobs, the change of your nipple changing, which was the first sign of my being pregnant. Oh, yeah. The areolas kind of take over. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's <laughs> like they run rapid. <laughs> like, it's kind of... I'm, like,
0: That's... I'm wondering, will they go back?
1: I heard they did, but for me, no. I'm like, this is cool. (laughs) Like, they were cute and petite and not so much. But they do not. Um, Well, at least for me, I have hair. I grow hair like a monkey. Like, Uh I shave, and I have a 5 o'clock shadow by the time I get out of the shower. And I'm not exaggerating. (laughs) Like, I grow hair like crazy, and still the hormones taking over. Okay. And um, other than that, the sleep. The sleep never changes. Um, The sleep that I got when I was pregnant kind of Lean me into the sleep that I get now. I mean, we sleep about four or five hours a night. And if my daughter's sick, don't even count on sleeping. Right. Because they're up at all
0: times. But After she was born, did you take time off? I did.
1: I got the, I think they gave you the um, three months, three months off.
0: You got three months. That's great. What advice would you give to women who are working and they're pregnant?
1: My advice would be go ahead and stick with it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. But... There's you're going to be mom shaming, people are going to go ahead and say, you know, you should be staying home with your kid. You shouldn't put your kid into daycare. But ultimately, it's your choice. As a mom, yeah. you know what is best for your child. And if you think going to work, because being a stay-at-home mom is not easy. I did it for a while, and you go crazy. And it's a full-time job because there's no break. Mm-hmm. And at least with going to work, there is a little bit of a break. But it's ultimately up to the parent. And nobody can go ahead and shame you and tell you what you're doing is wrong or right except for you.
0: And yeah. it's a decision that you make on your own. Is there any piece of advice that really sticks out to you that you were given? Is it from, from a mom or from a female family member? It takes a village to raise a child. And <laughs> I did not believe it until I had my
1: own. And and not, not advice, but a question I got all the time was, are you going to have another one before she turns two? And I was like, what is this emphasis about before she turns two? Yeah. Because when they turn two, they turn into little tears. And you're like, well, I don't want any more. Like, so yeah. my thing is one and done. But I'm sure eventually I'll have another one. But... My advice is go ahead and do what you want to do on your own time.
0: Yeah. It doesn't matter
1: what everyone else says. And people's
0: opinions, they're going to be just that, opinions. I'm surprised at how many people think it's okay to ask about pregnancy. Yes. Because it's it, there's a lot of women who struggle with getting pregnant. Or there's women who are really sick. Or there's emotional repercussions. There's also a lot of joy. But it's a very private matter when you think about it. Absolutely. And it everyone acts like it's everyone else's
1: like it's theirs it's their business like your body is their business and it's absolutely it's not and when people ask you, when you're gonna have another one that's really none of your business or what's going on because you don't know what's going on and how exhausting it is you people only let you see what they want you to see or what they're able to show you because Uh everyone's just trying to do the best they can especially with the child that's growing into their own
0: yeah so what's a part of the joyful part of either pregnancy or being a mom
1: Uh, Pregnancy for me was a little bit scary, so I don't think that it was that (laughs) joyful. I mean, I was kind of like towards the end, like, okay, I want to meet her. I was excited, and the moment that she, I heard her crying, like, immediately pulled her onto my chest, and I will always remember that moment because the room went silent. The only thing I could hear was her crying, and I could see her, and no one else was in the room. I mean, mind you, I had a team of 12 people in there because it was a training hospital, and my mom cutting the umbilical cord, but at that moment, nothing else mattered to me except for her. Aww. And that's something I always remember. I have the picture of tears rolling down my eyes and her holding on to my finger. But that's one of the moments. Oh, and my God. every day when I come home from school and she wakes up, the first thing she says is mommy. Yeah. And she runs up to my arms and she tells me how much she loves me. And will just look at me and give me kisses. And I'm like, I love you so much. And she changed my life. Because who knows, I probably would be a naval officer now. But now I'm on a different path. Yeah. And that's for the best. And that's yeah. because of her. So now I have her future to
0: look forward to and being present in there every single day oh thank you so much. that was really sweet you're welcome thank you so much well are you all done with final exams i am except for your paper (laughs) (laughs) okay well good luck with your finals and thank you so much for taking the time during this stressful week to come out and talk on a podcast absolutely okay thank you for listening. If you have any questions or thoughts, or if you want to add to this discussion, feel free to tweet me at gdolsky or get in touch on Instagram. You can DM me. And to support the show, please leave it a rating, a review, or you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash good is in the details. Thank you. Bye.